Let's spell a song so you can sing along with one special guest star too. For two, you like to sing and dance, and this podcast by chance explores musicals for you. everyone, welcome back to another episode of Life's But a Song, a podcast that likes to live in the land of musicals. I'm your host, John, and with me today are two very special guests that I paired together for a specific reason. It's Roland Ruzanek and Sierra Ryan, everyone! Woo! Woo! Yay! Yeah! <laughs> I realize I always lift Muppet my arms, arms Muppet up. arms. Nobody can see but us, nope. but they're Muppet arms. It's for you. We're getting into it. And we're here today to talk about the 1967 movie, The Young Girls of Rochefort. I'm hoping I'm pronouncing that correctly. I don't know French. <laughs> well, this And this was also kind of a companion to yes, um, so, we did um, Umbrellas of Cherbourg. Uh-huh. So, Sierra... Last, ooh, one of the last times Roland was on, we did Umbrellas of Sher- uh, Cherbourg. Yes, that yes. was. It's the same concept. So it's and same play- director, isn't it? Yeah, yes. same director, same composer, and it's in a trilogy of films he was making. And yeah. this was the last one. So, so I've been forewarned. Yeah. So the so the screenplay is by Jacques Demy, music by Michael Michel Legrand. Michelle Legrand. Damn it! I knew I was going to mess up at some point. Uh, lyrics by Jacques Demy, directed by Jacques Demy, and according to IMDb, two sisters leave their small seaside town of Rochefort in search of romance. Hired as carnival singers, one falls for an American musician, while the other must search for her ideal partner. So, a little more backstory with this, Sierra, and to the listener who hasn't remembered or hasn't watched these yet. Jacques Demy did a trilogy, Lola, Umbrellas of Cherbourg, and this one, where Lola is a musical without music. Uh, Umbrellas is basically an opera and with i with very pedestrian lyrics with very pedestrian you were very much like these lyrics it was it was so it, it was literally like they took the script and was like sing yeah <laughs> and 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 also that was his goal in in his uh sort of three the tri- it wasn't really like a trilogy, but it was in that it was stylistically what mm, he was yeah, going same. for. He was going for like mundane fallen. singing. Oh, really? The opposite. Yeah, okay. he uh, wanted yeah. like mundane dialogue sung. Gotcha. He wanted it to be like, I'm going to attempt to um, make this mundane, not mundane, but very pedestrian. It's like, so French. It's yeah, so it, French. Yes. And, it, and it's really a wonderful film. I mean, I love the movie. That, I, that, it, it's a terrific it, it, picture. It was it was nice to look at, and I have more to talk about with that. But yeah. this one yeah. felt more of like the dance movie. So my brain was like, he did a Red Curtain trilogy before Baz Luhrmann did. Baz Luhrmann yeah, did. Gotcha. yeah, I would I would agree with that. Yeah, right. Like because I mean, you have Gene Kelly in this one. That's why Sierra's here. Woo! Of course, because he's my boy. <laughs> He's in what? Like Darling, maybe... he's everyone's boy. Oh. <laughs> I love him so much. He looks yeah. he looks good. And this yeah. is Doesn't he though? My God, he's so beautiful still. And he you could tell he's aged a bit, but my God, he's so good oh, looking he's so in this beautiful. movie. And and obviously 
He knew that he looks good in a little pink shirt, which is what <laughs> I've seen him before. We'll discuss that. I I have some notes about that later. Yes. Okay. <laughs> but but I was just like, oh, that's interesting that like nobody really I haven't really heard about these movies Mm-mm. as like uh we've heard of the Baz Luhrmann Red Curtain, but I feel like this is it. Like So you should know that these both of these movies Damien Chazelle references as his inspiration for La La Land. Yes. And um, th- this, which one is... I, this one I felt was <laughs> okay. a little more like Barbie inspired. Like Bar- oh, yeah. Barbie was I mean, inspired by the, this one. I, I wrote down Barbie. I was like, this is just Barbie oh. where the where the fire hydrants have been painted every single color under the rainbow. Mm-hmm. And everyone wears tell me gigantic how, Tell me how. I'm, I'm, I'm curious how it's Barbie. So when guys... the color palette. The color the palette. The okay. the absolute the, the gorgeous like one shots of even like the 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 cafe yeah and how the walls were to these beautiful colors and then everyone yeah. had like almost matching colors themselves yeah they did well like, they did they did match the palette yeah. was just yeah. absolutely just beautiful how everyone was I would pristine agree. yeah like like in I mean Bar- she listen Kevin Deneuve at one point literally looks like a Barbie doll yeah well so yeah. as a matter of yeah, fact has, like has a sister the so only when- thing out of place was a slip. Yeah. Well, and well, that so, was intentional. Of course. <laughs> so, like in the movie Barbie, when we're in Barbie Land, Barbie World, whatever it's called, mm-hmm. like everything is perfect. Mm-hmm. And I was looking at this, and I was like, I mean, this is musical theater costuming one hundred and one with the matching costume for the couples for or the matching couples. colors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Not a lot of prints. I mean, the only prints right. I right. saw, the only prints I really saw were those like caftan over the bodysuit ladies yeah. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like the caftans themselves had like actual prints because they were sheer fabric but for the most part solid colors yeah yeah this movie is wild but i loved it <laughs> okay why did you love it it was pure fantasy but also i and i use this term a lot and i'm sorry but it felt very shakespearean comedy where it was yeah. like everybody absolutely Mm-hmm. oh yeah everyone is almost almost about to meet the person that they're looking for right but they meet everybody else in yeah. that one person's sphere yeah exactly yeah even too even great, at the too... end of the yeah. picture oh my god she... though can we talk about that fucking ending well so, i just wait a, wait a second real I... quick before we get started though okay we're not in rochford right yeah we are Rochefort, oh, we are in, which is we why are in... that introduction that introduction like they they leave their town of no they don't leave they don't leave yeah, until the very okay. end. So they literally leave at the last beat of the movie. Yeah, exactly. So I had to had to look it up because they're going from Rochefort to Paris. Right. It's about a five hour car ride. Yeah. With the then. horses and every no now, uh, oh. mm-hmm. with the horses and everything. So I was like, okay, well, with the amount of stoppage that's going to happen. Oh, it's a full know, day. Full day. Yeah, but like full they, day. I was like, maybe they're gonna meet. <laughs> maybe the two of them are gonna meet (laughs) okay wait so i have to say i love the tension that's built for this maxence is his name the blonde artist and and delphine Delphine. never meeting and how like at the end when they're just missing each other in the in the cafe you're just like oh my god oh my god i yelled when when the dad asked for the newspaper i was like no right Right. And then the last beat of the movie. Oh, spoiler. He's he's summoned. Well, who cares? It's, it came yeah. out in 1967. Yeah. Um, <laughs> spoiler. 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 
he gets summoned to the to one of the trucks, but you don't know if they actually met because is she in that truck? Yes, she is. She's in okay. the cab of the of the truck. But and I, I was so there are five trucks. Are you That's, sure? I thought it was the first one. It like right up. It was against... the second one. It was the second one. Okay, someone looked but at I, it. But I don't know which one she got into. <laughs> See, that's just, it's just so... I'm just going to say, I did look it up mm. on, on Wikipedia. It does, uh-huh. they do say that the person summoning was one of the two boys, the, the you know how there were two dancer boys? One of them was George Shakiris. Yeah. What, that, that, the, so according to <laughs> the story within Wikipedia, that they do meet in the cab of the truck. Yeah, exactly. Because it's the two, the, yeah. It's the two in the cab, yeah. yeah. But, but I, that, lo- I, lo- I love that tension. I lo- I love the whole. But like, I need it's... the release. I wanted to see what the reaction yes. was. I needed that scene. I'm well, so, so frustrated. Is... I'm so, so American. It's so, so sexually frustrated. So with... here's okay. So... First of all, I'm not a huge fan of of uh, Maxence or whatever his name is. Anyway, as a character, so frankly, well, he's just he... like a cipher. He's just he a is a psycho. Character. He is well, like. It's... It's so gross. I'm going uh, to my write ideal... my ideal woman Ooh. on a on a thing, and then I'm going to you know yeah. not look at any other lady, and uh, you know. Uh, and how everyone supports that idea. Have you found your ideal? I'm like, shut up. Uh, ideal, my deal. Yeah, I know. It the that relationship after they get out of the cab and go to Paris and get to Paris, they are not going to have any sort of relationship based on so wait a second, mutual it's... satisfaction. I'm she just saying. Saw her. In the town and painted he's, her. No, he's no. never seen her before. So he's he, never seen her before. So he just painted the ideal woman that just so happens to, to look, look, look exactly like Delphine, Catherine Denham's character. Yes. Yeah. Which, by the way, uh, Sierra, if you're going to watch Umbrellas, or have you ever seen? Have you ever seen Umbrellas? No, no. So, oh, you must that, watch it. It's yeah, you should watch it. So Catherine Deneuve is also in that, but she mm-hmm. plays a different character. Gotcha. But like. Within there's this, similar characters though. Yeah, within this trilogy, there are similar characters. Or like, I'm assuming the song "Lola Lola" is supposed to be a reference to the first movie. And then, yeah, who knows? Um, yeah. I believe was it the serial killer in this one that talked about Sherberg? Maybe, maybe, but at that it's wild a, it's a dinner. <laughs> yeah, like oh, he was a he was a killer. Like, why is that a thing? I this turned into Dexter the musical all of a sudden and everyone was so blase about and then like it cut to a shot of the basket where they're cleaning the blood out and they're all just so French going uh the person uh got you know got the woman got killed and he stuffed in a basket oh what else is for dinner you know and the blood is on the sidewalk it's I know I can understand that there's a level of comedy I guess but there was just a cult there was a cultural thing i just wasn't getting in terms of i think also it was funny maybe it was was all the layers of misogyny and then murder and then the blase like oh that guy with the hat the old guy with the hat oh he was the murderer oh well okay yeah i think stylistically your the struggle is because at that time and i forget the name of the style of filmmaking french new wave in french new wave is what it was okay. called oh, okay he he this is what he did and this is the style that it fell into i don't necessarily get it was either. it supposed to be just droll like not it's laugh like, out loud or it's just mundane like, oh, it's that okay. it's that the new wave is like it's very pedestrian everything is pedestrian it's like it's just the way it is well it's more like know? the reactions to things is pedestrian the so events strange. are the events are life death romance you know passion it's very cinematic. idealism 
and and dancing and singing and all that stuff and bright colors but the the individual reactions of all these characters except for gene kelly of course i didn't really see any i don't know i didn't see i would have i would have acting coaching notes i always struggled with the random dancing for no reason (laughs) i i that's very 60s though they would see even in like even even it's in like that really pulls me out of the story like and even even like when i see it in other instances where i'm just like why are they right. dancing for no reason see, like that, and that I was something freaking, i did like about it because you there did was, like that i do there not. was that one scene where they're walking uh, on a street yeah, somewhere just random street and it's dancing. i can't remember who's like who are the main focus is i think it's uh, delphine i think i know what you're talking about yeah and, but like if like you look people at are like dancing street. you see yeah. the dance ensemble the dancer ensemble yeah. Yeah. going and i was just like that's but like to me i feel like this was him uh jacques demi paying homage to like the yeah. earlier like a decade ago yes for this time of I the agree. of the classic hollywood that's why i kind of got over it because i was sort of like nah i get what he's doing it's not well, it, i mean it, it, you know, I mean, it, it, it's George, lovely, but it was also like, why are they dancing right now? <laughs> well, I will say two things. George, um, uh, Chick, whatever his name is, uh, Chikaris. Chikaris, he was Chikaris. in uh, uh, he was his Bernardo and West Side Story. He was in uh, White Christmas. Uh-huh. He was the love you didn't do right by me. Like he like leans on on um, uh, Rosemary. Rosemary Clooney. Um, and he is a Jerome Robbins type dancer. You know, he is that kind of, um, uh, so a lot of, a lot of that stuff felt very much that ballet inspired dance, like a la, a la West Side Story. Um, and I really so liked it. So I got it, to see but, this movie. Oh, go ahead. I'm just saying the, the second thing is that there are so many songs, reprises of songs, yes lyrics that i have to read really fast because this is and this is the first time i was reading a subtitled musical i don't think i've maybe like a bollywood musical maybe like like rrr or something like that where there's a there's a bollywood moment or you know those kinds of things but there were so many little tiny songs and every character has a you know character name song that i needed in my eyes and my ears to to kind of take a break and the dancing kind of reset the scene a little bit and kind of mellowed things out until the next 16 bars of a song came in you know (laughs) i mean i felt that um some of these songs just went on a little too long at some points you think i'm not gonna lie i did not off a couple times during this and i did have to (laughs) I did That's have to. Have lapses. Yeah, I, and I did have to look at um, the Wikipedia plot summary because at one point I was like, "Wait, I thought Gene Kelly was the dad." <laughs> <laughs> okay. nope. so, so I got to see this movie for the first time when I was on the Disney ship, Aww. and it was during the TCM cruise of my my contract and so George Chakiris was on the ship with us awesome. and gave a talk about this movie and it was really interesting because he basically was just a hired hand like he didn't get to do I mean he got to sort of offer some ideas of choreography and stuff like that but they basically told him what he needed to do and he's completely dubbed everyone in the movie everyone is dubbed, is dubbed except and, for a couple moments 
except for and one person in a, a couple moments. And there is, and there is, there's a moment in his song, in Gene Kelly's song, that he is actually what they break for dialogue, and mm-hmm. it's actually him speaking. It's on set, like three lines, yeah. yeah. And then there is an entire version of the film in English, also yeah. that no one has seen since it came it doesn't out. Doesn't survive, in, right? In it's America, like they, don't, they never released it, right? They did release it, and it came out in America. And uh, well, it played. It played for a very short time, and then was pulled. Yeah, but I'm and saying it's not released here. We can't. There's no. It's not released anywhere. The, yeah, we the, can't. So George was telling us how there is no like surviving, um, you know, recording of it anywhere. So it was really interesting to hear because he very much like sort of was like, yeah, I just sort of got hired, and I learned everything like genetically. <laughs> Uh, uh, you know, I du- I just learned all my words and you know all my dances, and that was that. And we did it twice: once in English, once in French. Uh, and and that's it. It was just sort of like a fascinating thing. But also, the other thing you guys should know is, uh, Delphine, and uh, what's her name? Solange. Solange are actually sisters. Sisters, yeah. Yes, and and and, and, the- the- and one of them died the year this movie came out. Yeah, um, I was going to save that for a little later, but you, you pulled that one out. So, Fra- Francois Delora. Francois Doliac. Doliac. Sure, yeah. that one. Yeah. Who yeah. played um, Solange. Solange. Yeah. Unfortunately passed away. She died uh, of a car accident after they so the, they wrapped the movie. And she um, was f- driving from um, a vacation with um, Kat- Katarine, her sister, and she was gonna. She was worried she was gonna miss her flight, and she sped, and she like slammed into a um, a tree. They say, and her flipped her car, and she mm-hmm. people were like uh, trying to rescue her the whole day. Was... And that was the interesting thing that I read is that um, is that Francois Francoise um, she had the movie career, and she, she was, was the bigger she star. Was the yeah. bigger star, and yeah, Catherine Deneuve nuts? was being brought in kind of on her cur- t- uh, her coattails a little bit. Well, Katarina then... had already done Umbrellas with, right. with um, you know, Jacques, but she wasn't as big of a star no. as her sister. So there was yet. a little bit of like a, yeah. oh, let's go see these, these you know, hot sisters yeah, so you know, sad. To, on, on screen together. And that, yeah. It was 25. I, I mean, I, Francois to me felt more of the stereotypical French of like, Oh, we are French, whatever. Oh, no, <laughs> I'm not going to show emotion. Meanwhile, Kat, Catherine was the one that I felt like had. She was very interesting. As she's, it, yeah, it, yeah the comparison is apt. I agree. Yeah. Like Catherine's character was much more interesting, and also I kind of loved that the mother, their mother, got back together with the guy with the weird that name that she hated, <laughs> Monsieur she Dom. Was, Monsieur Dom. She's like, I don't want to be a Dom, Mister Lady, Mister Lady, Madame Dom. Yvonne, Madame Yvonne Dom. Yes. <laughs> okay, and uh, then there was a moment that made me laugh out loud, which was when the guy does his g- shotgun art. Yes, I I've that seen gonna... that before. I felt, I felt like I've seen that in like a. a it a was Sherlock so Queen funny movie. to me. I don't know why. Yeah, yeah. It was like what? <laughs> I, was I was waiting for that. I was waiting for that to be Chekhov's gun. Oh well, he, I I thought he was the 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 murderer. I'm like, well, the other guy had a gun, so he might 
be killing women on the side with a with a knife too so oh see i was expecting some sort of like ballet fight between him and gene kelly with the gun <laughs> just be like no no not her in rochefort avenue oh, yeah. oh no <laughs> oh no but oh no i think I mean, ah. this movie is just like a skosh over two hours but I, yeah part of me was sierra yeah i hope you're sitting down for this Part of me was kind of a little disappointed there was no Gene Kelly Dream Ballet. He wasn't in charge. This wasn't his movie. But well, like, where would they, they have gone? The very at the uh, end, uh, like his other ones. Yeah, all the like Dream the, Ballets are at the end of the all movies. The scene in the rain. Right. No, the... I mean, I mean, story wise, where would it have gone? Oh, like right before. Uh, I mean, it could have been in the town square. He could have danced with the couples that were dancing a little more you know like make an event out of the the oh okay because it kind of does i mean at the end when it's sort of like the bows yeah and they're all happy couples sierra yes am i thinking of american paris with the fountain yes yeah Yeah. okay that's what i i mean i was hope i was wanting that although i was also just like He's probably also just like I'm good, guys. <laughs> he was there. He was there on set and in, in this beautiful, you know, south, you know, seaport town for a week, on you know, being paid to to lip sync and and do a couple scenes in French. And he has a great French accent, so he's yeah. also fluent. I read, yeah, that. yeah, he, he was, was fluent. fluent. Which and I love no the moment. Sense. Like, why didn't he sing? Why himself? didn't he do it? Well, everyone except for the mom were dubbed. And that must have been something to do with the time needed to just shoot the damn thing and then afterwards have someone, you know, do all the, the dubbing because they well, must the have record- not everything was sound- pre-recorded, according to George Shakiris. He said everything was yeah, already that too. So they must not have had a very good sound capture. It was all it was all well company, that was part, a, department. There was a style of film there is a style of filmmaking that exists. Called, that's MOS, it was which without sound. sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that is very popular in the '60s, where they just didn't have sound. Period. But usually, they would dub themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. Unless but it was like this, some Italian, you right. know, movie where they would case, just have that gorgeous didn't Italian. Happen. People, they did it. They you know? pre-recorded it. Yeah, um, yeah. And that's how Jacques Demy worked. He had the recording done before shoot happened for whatever reason. And I right. feel like he did the same thing for Sherberg. He no, he did. That yes. is exactly okay, right. great. Because yeah. in Sherberg, uh, Catherine Deneuve also doesn't sing her own. Not even her voice. Not a, yeah, so... Like, it's like a kind of a celebrity folk singer, it turns out. But I feel <laughs> like in that instance, in Sherberg, it made sense because the dialogue is sung. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. you do it before, yeah. so you can match the lips to this it. This was very. Yeah. This reminded me of Natasha Pierre and the Great Comet of 1812, where they sing. Basically, they sing the stage directions, where they're like, you know, he looks at her and he takes off his glasses and cleans them while he like. I'm like, why is he singing the stage directions? See, and this one felt like somebody trying to like mash golden age choreography with Fosse. Or the beginnings of Fosse, because there was still some like mod movements with the choreography. And hell, at, at the beginning, I didn't realize it was George Jacaris. I was mm-hmm. like, that guy kind of looks like it's him. I, I was like, that, is that that's Bernardo? That has to be Bernardo. I, I had uh-huh. a look. I had to look it up, and I was uh, just like, yeah. oh, it is him. It Good is for him. only Good he for doesn't him. have all the tan makeup. <laughs> yes, <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. But I did. I would. I will say the two guys. 
Um, I liked their characters because, you know, they they kind of bounced around and <laughs> proposed to women, but didn't get, get didn't get laid and kind of had blue balls throughout the entire movie. Um, <laughs> but but I loved that they had these like leather, white leather womany dance shoes that I think oh, I've su- seen little, the, in the, the 80s boots, right like the, I the literally be- have a note that said why does everyone have these white dance boots on in one scene men and women together I'm like well, yeah. what is going on it's, and it's what's their with uniform. the fucking white dance boots I don't <laughs> it was their dance uniform it right? was their dance uniform yeah and I they would I will but also white boots over the white pants, pants. yes and over then the they cup. had a Colored a bright, a very vibrant colored Either shirt, orange and or a blue tie, or something, and a tie, and then and a, a jacket. white jacket. Yeah, yeah. I loved, and I loved that. I loved that. Yeah, that was really cool. I hate those I, white boots. I, those white boots were a choice, and I love. But I was like, I had to give them credit for dancing on those that that brick stone all the time because that looked like hard. That looked oh, hard for everyone. In the, plaza, everyone. In the Even plaza, them, right? Yeah, in the right. plaza, them doing yeah. turns and everything. I was like, oh, yeah. that's that's hard on their knees. That's and you can bad. and you can tell that like I mean, I, I was reading that Jacques Demi had a few other towns in mind before he set on Rosh. Mm. And it's interesting because you're like, oh right, this is the time of filmmaking where you go somewhere to film it. Or it's a massive soundstage and it looks like crap. Right. Right. <laughs> No offense, but like, let's be real here. You know, you know, those are, that's not a real house and that's not the sky behind them. But at least in this one, it was very fascinating to see the town square. The only thing that also kind of irked me is like the pacing of things. Mm. It felt like music had to do with that. But like, I think this movie is just ponderously too long. I think it needs to be 30 minutes needs to be cut out of it. Oh yeah, totally. But it felt, it also just felt like all of a sudden, um, you know, the serial killer comes to dinner. They have like five things are said, and then he leaves, and the and Boo Boo is passed out because he's drunk? Question mark. Yeah, he had and champagne. Then, that was that was actually a cute line that the the lyric that they had. I can't remember. It was a. Uh, but then, I like the down. Uh, on Sunday, the day the day of the fair, like uh, George Jacaris and the other guy are like cool sisters and then they do their sisters number and then all of a sudden it's like pitch black and everyone's gone and everyone just I was like what happened what, what, what you you changed you changed out of your dress and into a into like a sparkly top and white jeans where is everyone yeah that was funny and can i just talk about the fête de la mer concept to begin with cuz this happens over Friday, Saturday, Sunday, right? And the mm-hmm. Sunday is is the it's it's over three days. Like that's that is actually very Shakespearean in terms of like it happens over a weekend or over you know it doesn't happen over the you know, weeks very and weeks and weeks. Tight it's a very tight time. period of time. I was trying to figure out what the hell this fet was of the sea with all the with all the um the boats and things like that, and I suddenly realized, oh, this is like a trade show. It's they're coming together and they're they're selling their wares. They're selling their boats. They're selling. Wait, did their, you not see that it said Honda engines. and different like brands all over everything? No. Not until it was all at the end. Oh, okay. Because I because that was the first thing I there's saw. There's a motorcycle. Like, no, I kept I kept writing down. I kept writing down. This movie brought to you by Freet. This movie brought to you by Honda. This movie brought to you by Shell Johnson. This movie brought yeah, to no, you by. It was, it was all it was was a giant trade show. Yeah. And it was like a giant was... um, um, industrial. Yeah, but See, they kept calling themselves it... carnies, which is not 
That's a carnival. But that well, might have been a again, translation. 1960s and compared to 2024, like that. Yeah. I think that the idea is that they they were a traveling troupe of performers that would do things for pay like they're that. Sal- you know? They're salesmen. But That's also to are. to go along with what Sierra said earlier, like you're reading everything and it might be just the translation. It might also be the other thing that irked me about this is like when they repeated a phrase, they were like, you got you got it that first time and there's no translation now and i went but i don't remember what you said what they're saying the worst one the 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 worst culprit of this is the um the the twin song at the the very top the introduction of them yeah yeah the twins or a pair of twins um i'm not even gonna try (laughs) to say (laughs) the french title (laughs) chanson de Jeunet? Jeunet. Oh my god, I have no idea. Yeah. Jeunet. Their, their song, because they would... Sans de, de yeah, because they would be like, blah, 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 and the, there would be the translations, and then they would repeat whatever those first two lines of that, of like the verse were, but then the the next few lines would be different. I was like, but I don't remember what you said. I don't speak French. I'm a dumb American. Please tell me what you said. There's also a reason I watched half of this, and then paused it and then watched the second half the next night because oh, i was like my well, brain is smart. full my brain is full it's also terribly long it's, it's like it, yeah. it needs it could have been an hour and a half it, no. there it was, was some too much there was some moment like in oh i don't remember which one was it in one of the ones in the studio when they start playing the instruments, the um, it's the four of them. Oh yeah, it's the twins. And the random random the pair of uh, drum set appears on, on stage. Yeah, I was like, "What are we doing here?" Like at least, at well, least they look like we're having fun. Like I like that, but like the fantasy of that could have made it made it into like a dance or something or like or whatever. But the the use of the instruments in this, I was just like a trumpet now. <laughs> You're scatting on a trumpet after playing the piano. What the fuck is going on? Yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness. I can't I, yeah, for me, the movie That's had so a lot of that randomness that I was like, oh, which I find tiring. Like I, it, it because it felt like such he was like pastiching and homaging so many things. That after a while, I was like, oh, just, you know, okay, just tell us the damn story. What was he homaging specifically? I felt like it was Gene Kelly. You have to ask him that. That The only th- homage that I could really find, like, that I could see, especially in that Gene Kelly, was, oh, Gene Kelly with, with some boys around him, some kids around him, doing a moment of dance. That's like an American in Paris. Okay, well, yeah. uh, well no, I'm talking about just movie musicals in general because there were there were a ton like the 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 sisters bit you know the it there's that was very gentlemen prefer blondes that the the red yeah but there's also a ton much. of other movies that like you know the the black and white gold from the 20s and 30s that he was referencing of the girls you know and the, i need to do my concerto is from um you know like an old 20s movie you know there's a lot there was a lot but it, you know the point is it's just i think they weren't homages it was such they a were just patchwork of story that yes. he was like, there's too many things that he was trying to cover that absolutely just wore me out yeah i i have a question for the both of you because you're mm-hmm. both you're both performers and you both understand music better than i do in the song from delphine to lancian lancian i can't pronounce it which there, tell me the scene yeah, Delphine one? is at the art gallery uh-huh. and 
the guy that was like her former boyfriend Gideon. that she's broken up with. That yes, yeah. yes, because that's the, I also wrote down why, why the gun is this check is this Chekhov's. Um, there was some weird patter that was happening, or like the yeah, it was a rhythm. breakup song, right? I think break- it was, but like, like what is, what is what is there a term for that type of rhythm that was going? I did not... write down patter song. I was like, uh, you know, but she's so everyone. The, every time they they're talking about like, oh, I love you. Oh, I don't love you. Everything once again is so blasé. Oh, I'm going to break up with you. Okay, have a good day. You know, it's like, I I did write down love for her is on an invoice. <laughs> but I, I I was like, is this a pat? Is this patter or is this another type of song? Because. I was a little more focused on that than what was actually happening in this. And that's funny. Like... I couldn't tell you. I don't. I have to listen to it again. Um, I just know, you know, Michelle Legrand. His style is very like jazzy. Like he's covering oh, yeah. jazz yeah. stuff. And so I don't. I don't remember that song specifically. I just remember there were a lot of words. She was like, all the words. Yeah. He was getting a lot of words in that number because she had a lot to tell him about. I'm leaving. Yeah. Um, exactly. did, did you all laugh when they made a reference Mentioned? to Michelle? Michelle yeah. Legrand? They listed all the components. Do you like this? Do you like this? Do you like Michelle Grand- Legrand? I was like, uh, ah, you did it. <laughs> meta. Um, meta. I meta. Just, very meta. I, I, I was looking it up as well. Um, there is a stage version of this. Yeah. Um, and Alan Mobile uh-huh. is the one who, who mounted it. Yeah, yeah. It was it. Les Mis fame. Of Les Mis, yeah. It was produced in France in 2003, and that's the only thing I've seen about. Uh, it was also directed by Daniel Moyne. Yeah, I'm pronouncing it, his last name correctly, but I mean, that's I, I. I feel like yes, this is one movie that is easily transferable. I think if they made the songs a little more compact, a little more digestible, and then. <laughs> and simplify things i think and less well, less less back and forth and back and forth i almost wanted to call this movie picking up boo-boo because that seemed to be the, <laughs> the crux of like every single moment of every anytime anyone had like any possible interaction with anyone else it was because they were going to pick up boo-boo and everyone's so trusting everyone's uh, so well at least that became like oh these are you know strange gentlemen right, but why the- are you letting them but it was George Takaris <gasps> and his friend, and then it was going. Was it? Was it going to be Gene Kelly? It was always point? George Takaris and his friend. They always yeah. they went back yeah. twice. But the first it time, I was just like, "Why?" So. You're very no. It was it was three times because they met. Well, the last sisters, time was the, and the last time was the mob. Yeah, yeah, and the. And, the, and that was the father. Dad. Monsieur yeah. Dam was the father. So he was going there to pick up his own him. son. Basically. Wait, is he the son or is yes. he? And I hold on. I thought it was <laughs> he was the father of the twins. No, because they they in his song or in all their songs they say that they had the twins and then shipped them off to boarding school immediately, and it felt like he then left. No, the mother in the Has in her song. song outlines it again. And she says that she had the twins with someone else and then shipped them off to boarding school, met this man and didn't want to marry So him. Simon, yes. Simon Dame no. is the father of Boo Boo, not yeah. the twins. Got no, it. no. Okay. No. no, we don't know where the dad of the twins <gasps> yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. I needed 
It's funny, Sierra, you mentioned Natasha Pierre, because I needed mm-hmm. some sort of war and peace character <laughs> tree with like who is who, who loves who, who's who's actually dating whom, like Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who knows whom and who doesn't see whom until the end. <laughs> yeah. And everyone has some sort of connection with each other. And I guess that makes sense, but there was just a little bit of a of a uh, stretching of disbelief that that it happens to be that these people know each other even just casually but i guess it's a small town so you know whatever it's a small I town think, where the i think umbrellas is a more successful movie version i of think that. okay as a as, for me umbrellas just works better because it's tighter it's it's more sort of like clear it's there's less of like wait what and what mm-hmm. and, and who and wait and, and yeah a serial killer and now and we're dancing randomly and like like it's a smaller ensemble just, of people you're following yeah. this and has it's tighter and it's even though it's random and how it's like executed it's such a strange style i think it just works better mm-hmm. whereas this feels so like i said patchworky and really like wait now what <laughs> and why are, and and now we're he's who and oh that's the friend and you know right. sierra did sierra did message me while she was watching this and she <laughs> i feel like she was about three seconds away from being like i'm out <laughs> <laughs> i can't i can't what well, did you do <laughs> I, I i captured the picture of the the twins in their in their apartment and the caption was what's wrong and the the the, the next line is I'm sad and bored. I was like, this is the Frenchiest French movie that has ever Frenched that I've ever seen. In the Frenchdom of Frenchness. In the Frenchdom of French. So much French happening in this. So French. I I definitely struggle with that too. I have to be honest. Like the whole like, are you you here to find your ideal woman? Shut up. Fuck you. Your (laughs) ideal bullshit. And then and then the age difference of the men and the women at the end. I'm like, um, excuse me. Gene Kelly with the 25 year old. Come on. That's that's and uh, I mean, my God, it's Gene Kelly. It's an American in Paris. She was only 19. You know, but sweet Jesus, he looked like he could be her father. I know. Oh, yeah. I I was. And the other guy you go. Well, the other well, the other guy's a kid. Um, Yeah. yeah, Never mind. That guy. uh, Yeah. Maxence. was. And I was actually excited to see him on screen because he was played by Jacques Perrin, who played the older version of uh, the kid Toto in Cinema Paradiso. He has the amazing oh, scene. He has the amazing wait, who scene. Is, who, wait, who is? Maxence? Uh, Maxence. No. That's him. Yeah. And, and my husband who was watching was like, because oh, Cinema Paradiso is his favorite movie of Love all it. time. One and of my so movies. I'm like, that's that's old Toto. That's the old the old the old kid yeah so oh the so, old kid the old version of the kid the gro- oh the the who, beautiful who has that scene at the end, end. Yes, yeah yes 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 and yes. it was just like oh that's so cool so yeah that was the other thing that we were like oh that's uh, that's neat yeah, and also I, also um uh monsieur dame or dom uh was played by um oh i can't remember what his name was but he is in a old uh 60s um spy action movie called danger diabolic and he plays Ooh. the he plays the inspector and that's a stylized it was on mystery he was it was on it was on a mystery science theater as one of one of the episodes um and it's very it's very funny but also really kind of a cool movie and it's got that kind of jazz uh soundtrack as well 
I think I, what do I find also to... super beautiful about this movie is that it is the last time these sisters were together. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of lovely. Yeah. I mean, it's sad, we, but we it's also like beautiful testament to her because she is so beautiful in it. And she's, you know, she gets to walk off into the sunset with Gene Kelly. I know. With all um, her little, do you see her freckles that were like oh, almost painted so on? <laughs> so cute. She's so uh, cute. I love her so much. Simon was played by Michelle P- Piccoli. Piccoli. Oh, yeah, that's Piccoli. right. Piccoli. Uh, I may be adding like an Italian influence to his last name, but <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't know. I feel like this is a movie that of this time, and then I've seen in other film classes where it's like, this is cinema. Yeah. This right. is art. We're doing yeah. with a art. capital A. And yeah. like, and like, though, I was here for it for this one some of, i i usually don't like that those type of movies but this one i don't know i think i think i was just brought in by the bright colors and like uh well and i know right in, <laughs> in umbrellas we kind of like made fun of the the costume design because it's so boxy but in this one it's the same but it kind of worked in a i would i would wear so many of those clothes it was, dresses simplicity I, of the lines everything like that the hats. i think it was just like the color blocking that was done Especially with like the uh, the twins' introduction when mm-hmm. um, in, in the they're in the yellow and the pink, and I was and like, the "That hats, is the big hats, the hats." Yeah. 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 The, Did you see even the bust that was near the door had a hat on? <laughs> the yeah. bust of a woman had, there this, was, had a marble bust had a cute little. I, hat on. I noticed. I noticed at the end that um, when Catherine Deneuve like left the apartment, one of them left the apartment with her little white beret and everything else and then hanging on the hook hanging on the hook was another white beret i was like (laughs) someone's gonna wear you later good good beret i noticed that towards the end when um delphine is walking around with that big wonderful talk about caftans this beautiful like mumu that's like beautiful and flowery and it's like mostly blue with some light pink splashes of flowers the lamp above them had the exact same stop pattern. Oh, in her dressing gown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> dressing yeah. gown. I know what you're talking about. One. I took a it's, screen yes, cap of yes. that. I was like, oh my God, she's matching the lamp. I don't know why they did that. So there were some random things like that I have to point out. Like, so they were in like, like sort of primary colors for the scene right before Gene Kelly arrives and the background actors were in primary colors. And then when Gene Kelly arrives, he's in like a pastel and everyone around him suddenly is wearing pastels, like mm. all the extras. And it was like the tone visually changed. Changes. And I was like, ooh, yeah. I like. Yeah. And then at the end, yes. the last beat of the film, they're both the girls are both in white dresses. But when, when Catherine Deneuve's character is at the cafe, she's wearing little blue powder blue shoes and Maxence is wearing a powder blue suit oh, and then mm-hmm. and Jean Kelly's wearing a white suit and she and the other girl's wearing white shoes and it's sort of like weird that I noticed that but I was just kept catching all these little well and storytelling they were doing that's it. definitely oh, storytelling I, I love that that was yeah. it was also in the the dancing couples like yeah, color, was. uh whatever two colors yeah. Uh, one it's has the other paper. has, but like you have to kind of like look a little bit because like yes, sometimes it's not it was, obvious. Yeah. My favorite couple though, my favorite couple was the carrot couple couple that was in orange and green. Yeah, like, she was I wearing know, the orange. One yeah, and he was, was like, wearing like an orange tie like a, that was brighter orange, and 
or, or was, a green tie or something like that. Where it was, it was, it was just, just such like, a good, so cute. the way they all matched, it was charming. And it, I think it works better in this film because it's a light, it's a bright, sunny day film. Right. Whereas Umbrellas of Cherbourg is like a gloomy, cloudy, rainy so day. So we had, <laughs> we had gotcha. the wallpaper. You know I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I looked it up. Uh, there are two costume designers. There's Marie-Claude Fouquet and Jacqueline Moreau. Jacqueline Moreau actually designed the costumes for Umbrellas as well. Ah, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, um, I really like them. Yeah, it, and- it, 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 I think it's also like quintessential mod. It's like, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know, this... this t- yeah. This this new wave films I feel like are just very this time period, mm-hmm. they and are. I yeah. don't think we've ever had anything else like that since. Mm. I like the makeup with the you know mostly white, but then like one the crease is very dark, and yeah. then the, obviously the eyeliner is so you know. George Takaris's eyebrows were plucked <laughs> to high heaven. High heaven. I was just like, what is going on with your eyebrows, good sir? I'm glad I know it's you now, but what Some is going French on? Some French makeup girl got a hold of him and she said, Ooh. you sit down. I'm plucking you. <laughs> we, we want perfection. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, uh, it, I, I w- can I say something about the music? Yeah, go ahead. So I, f- I felt obviously this is one composer's... Uh, melody i felt like a lot of the music sounded the same and then i realized oh it's because it's like reprises of the same type of music over and over again he was doing light motifs not songs but it was like heavy motifs in in my opinion because it just no it is yeah because it's like happening it's like how it was in in umbrellas it was very similar like Right. There are these themes that come in and you're like oh this again you know like yeah it's very Um, rhapsody and blue the music in both movies it's very jazzy but yeah. i will also give Rhapsodic. it yeah, as, yeah, as yeah. part of a uh, a vocal group who has done kind of vocal scat i really loved when it when it was just a vocal ensemble doing you know kind of vocal vocalises behind the dancers and very 19 like you said mod 60s so it's like which i guess is what damien giselle was inspired by for the opening of La La Land, Correct. yeah, yeah, so. he, he mentioned it many times. Yeah, like this, this one, I, I, you see it once you once you know it, you now are like, I understand all the other <laughs> movies that have since borrowed from you. <laughs> yeah, I, I have my own uh, critique of La La Land. We can have another discussion later. <sighs> uh, well, does anyone else have anything else they want to talk about before we get to Sharp and Flyer? Oh my goodness. Oh God, there's so so many little moments. Dean uh, Kelly. Just Dean yeah. Kelly. He's just so Dean Kelly. Can we just He's talk so about charming. how... I mean, Can't be, less, can't be yes. more charming than Dean Kelly. I mean, there is, there is not a single movie... Because he kind of played the wolf a little bit. We, uh, we've talked about the wolf character that he usually mm-hmm. plays. But he was not as, not as forward. He was more like, oh, you you dropped your stuff here, 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 you know, blah, blah. And then he has the music in his hand and he's like, I love this woman. And then he, there, there's, there was this moment where he just looks off after her with this huge smile. 
and then turns and then dances down and then jumps over furniture and and it's like there's not a there's not a moment in a gene kelly movie where he doesn't look towards towards the woman with this beautiful smile of like i'm in love with her and and it's just so just gorgeous and then when when it actually was his voice in that scene with oh i was like he's acting we can hear him acting and hearing that voice coming out coming out of his singing voice it just it it broke my heart because i'm like oh come on 1967 was a good year for him he had three movies come out um he had the jack and the beanstalk tv movie Mm. this one and uh, a guide for the married man he was a narrator oh okay he was the narrator but uncredited yeah. and it's a comedy romance movie but what's in- beanstalk was great what's interesting is that like he has these and then he goes on a little break and then comes back in 1973 with 40 carats so is it a musical it is not it's another comedy romance movie all right Starring Liv Ullman and Edward Albert. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will also say that he looks amazing in pink and a lavender jacket. Oh, yes. that lavender. So pretty. But he's not, I mean, what's interesting is like, he is clearly the biggest name in this movie. But they're like, you get 10 minutes of screen time. <laughs> <laughs> he had a, it was a nice moment. A couple, that was like. He had nice he moments. I'm not gonna. I'm not yeah. gonna. Not gonna lie. But I was. Just but he like, was definitely a secondary character. Right. Oh, totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Gene Kelly here. Yeah. Like, but I wonder how big of a star George Kiris was considered at this time too, mm-hmm. because he was, after all, you know, fresh off of West Side Story. Right. Well, yeah. Literally. Oh, here's a question that I had because I wrote down this thing. Remember, like towards the on Saturday morning, basically. Uh after they're talking about Lola, Lola, the dancer being murdered, um, Iminantes, there's this Iminantes joke that, that, that Maxence kept making. And he, and, and he kept, he kept making this joke and then Delphine called it bargain basement wit. And I was like, what is that? So it might, okay. Maybe no one knows. Maybe it's like, Audience, please, if you're French and you know the, what the reference is, because I don't. Maybe it's like crude humor, or or um, yeah, I don't know, or like the cheap the cheap shot, maybe kind of a joke. That when I think bargain basement, I'm like it's not you know elevated. It, it's it's yeah. basic. It's yeah, it's it's reduced price. It's probably got holes in it. You know mm-hmm. whatever you're getting. So. Um, I guess it, I guess it's not like funny haha but funny like okay you're good. Yeah, I just wish I knew what they were talking what they were joking about but Okay, okay mm-hmm. Uncle Joe, you can go to bed now. <laughs> no more whiskey for you. Kind of I think it's that kind of a joke. Uh Yeah. All right, all right, let's get into sharp and flat, shall we? Sharp flat. So in this section we're going to highlight some moments whether or not we talked about it. If we liked it, it's sharp. And if we didn't like it or thought it could change, it's flat. What do we want to start with? Doesn't matter. You Let's start you. with flats. Okay. okay. Yeah. I'll go first. So <laughs> my first flat is for boo-boo. <sighs> boo-boo. Boo-boo. Well, you gotta hate on boo-boo. Boo-boo was no annoying. Besides I mean, being a kid. And yeah. 
having to be yeah. picked up from school every he's he's one of the characters minutes. i was like i understand why you're there because everyone's meeting to pick you up that the the adults are having moments while they're trying to pick you up but i was like you're not important <laughs> you're not important at all um my well, other... he was the love child of that man and 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 the mother that's true, but like he was the it, he was the linchpin at the end to bring he's them a plot together. Point. That's all he is. He, yeah, but like when he's walking on the tables and oh my god, yelling for for table? wanting candy, I was just like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I also have a thing against kids in movies, so you do why? It's a thing. It's just a thing. Um, I also flatted uh, Guillaume. The boyfriend, the the art, the art, the art dealer, mm-hmm. Colonel Sanders in red, basically. Yeah, kind of, kind of an asshole. Um, and I also flatted the song's length. They felt just too long. Like I was like, you, we can trim out like two minutes in every single song, and it'll be fine. <laughs> To get your thirty minutes, Roland. Oh, oh my God! You, you. I was waiting to do my thing so I could tell you that I could get my thirty minutes out of your thoughts. Yeah. Um, well, Roland, what are, was waiting. What are your flats? Same. Well, I have to say that. I mean, for me, it was just so long, and and honestly, it felt long to me because it was patchworky. Like, I, I was like, "Where's the dramatic engine? Where's?" What's the core of the story? And it was like, oh, it's the romance. Okay, so let's get on with it. Like enough exposition, enough introduction, enough, enough. Let's just get on. Like once you, once I got to the middle of it, I was like, oh my God. Okay, here we are. But to be fair, I think the only thing you could trim was sort of like song length, like musical interludes that you're like, why is this here? Like I also, I mean, I said this already once, but the random dancing like all of a sudden it was <gasps> like dare you. <laughs> the, no the random dancing and what i mean by that is i'm okay with when they're dancing and this and it's moving the story along because i love that it's just when you're like why are you dancing here this doesn't feel like it needs to dance right now or There's, it's not transitional or anything it's it not just like felt random ones, yeah and that and that wasn't a lot of the time it was i would i would say maybe four five times in the movie where i was like i don't think this needs to dance right now that's just me but also i feel like maybe that's what contributed to the it felt long to me no it's also just long it's <laughs> long it's i mean long. But but it feels long. It doesn't, it's not like you, you know, there's some movies where you're like, oh, that was long. It didn't feel long. No, this feels long. And I've watched it twice now. It feels long. Sierra Flats. Ah, uh, that they didn't let Jean sing. Come on. Yes. Come on. Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I have to second I'm, that one. Yeah. I'm going to third it. Yeah. I mean, no he... offense to Donald Burke, who did the voice. <laughs> yeah. He did, apparently I... sang in French with an American accent, which of course yeah. I can't but, right. <laughs> but like if that's the whole point of this character why don't you just let gene do it like why and, yeah and he's fluent like yeah, give him mom. a shot at least I know. it may have been because you said he only worked on this for a week no i'm i'm suggesting that that's what oh, okay. he did to he had a little vacation in france you know a little, oh, little i i think it was a very sun. short shoot i don't think you it think was, it was yeah, a weekend it was short you think it was a weekend uh, no, I think I, it was like that. It was like okay, he probably yeah, okay. was there for a week. Most maybe, maybe like a week or two, but like maybe yeah. they didn't, they couldn't get him to do the recording. They didn't get so anyone to, else no, to do the recording. I, I don't think that's, I think that's, it's just how Jacques Demi was working, where he had his formula that was working for him and he was just sticking to it. 
which I think is ridiculous. But from everything I've read and heard, it's it's just how he did it. And he wasn't going to change, which I think is crazy. Uh, Do you have any other flats? I mean, yeah, uh, the the things that you were talking about, the repetition of the music, sometimes the lyrics and I just kind of went off the rails for me. And I'm just like, what? I don't know what they're talking about. But also, can can we just cut the murder and the blase about everyone? And, yeah and, that would be the first one, thing i would cut yeah like in terms of thing, there was a, a, a what did i write down there was a scene where oh yeah maxence was talking to was reading about the newspaper about the murder in the newspaper and she made a oh he sure cut her down to size you know joke and i was just like like uh, what why it, like even the moment when they realized that it was him and they literally just had dinner with him that he was like the guy. I don't remember oh. his name, and I don't really care. Yeah. They're all just like, "Oh, he's in the paper." Okay. Why did it matter to the story? Like, it just didn't matter. It was. It, I think it was maybe, maybe the you know Demi and and Legrand had written a song, a couple of songs about it that they thought were cool, and they wanted to keep it in. Most likely, and they had an ego yeah. that they couldn't. They couldn't cut, cut. They couldn't. Throw so at that point, out. you know. Yeah. Like, exactly. oh yeah, it just. Yeah, that was one of the, I think, things that made it feel long to me. Like, I was like, oh, my God, we just went on a side journey for nothing. (laughs) Yep. Uh, Any other flats, anybody? Last call for flats? All right, let's get into sharps. I'm going to start with a sharp that I think all three of us have. Ready? One, two, three. Gene Kelly. 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 (laughs) He's so so lovely. He's so lovely. Yeah. Sierra and I have been on a journey talking about Gene Kelly, but when he showed up, he was just like a breath of fresh air. I was like, ah, and he knows he knows how to even in a like even at that small music store area, the scene where he's dancing with Solange, and he does the classic one-legged turn with the arms outstretched, and I just melted. I just absolutely melted. He knows how to dance on screen. He just he also no because. I don't know Francois, you know, the actress. I don't know her work. I don't know if she, what kind of actor she is. Yeah. I'm going to say she's not a dancer. She's a mover. The twins she's dance, a mover. you know, she's, was kind of like nice. But I don't, I don't think she's like Gene Kelly dancer, but he has that effervescence. And I know we've said this before about mm-hmm. him, but I want to repeat it. He has an effervescence about him that he's like, it's all you. Like I'm here to make you look good. Yeah. Yes, yes, I'm the trained dancer. Uh, yes, yes. That wonderful American in Paris moment where they're 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 uh, shoulder to shoulder, cheek to cheek, and just walking towards the camera slightly with their with their legs, you know, with their feet in 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 time to each other, and then they break apart. That's like an American in Paris where where she where he and um and uh, uh, Leslie Caron were on the on the banks of the of the Seine. You know, it's just like oh, it's so pretty. I really like that moment that he has with Solange where they are partnering, but they are not touching. Mm. Right before right before Mm. they go into the normal partnering stance. But there's it's like a good couple measures of music where they are dancing and they are in they are so into each other and like the lock eyes and everything that you're like, this is hot. This is good. Um, I also sharped the choreography as a good segue because it was 
wall-to-wall choreography and they hired dancers Mm -hmm. they hired so many dancers so many dancers everybody had understood their job and like you know george jacaris was was also like they had two great dancers of the time in this movie Mm -hmm. um yes gene kelly is like leaps and bounds ahead because he's had more screen time and everything in films and all that but like George Chakaris, uh Gene Kelly, fucking amazing dancers, and they that both of them uh, elevated everybody else, you right. know. And also, uh, I want to do a little uh, shout out to Grover Dale who played Bill, the other guy, the other Carney, the George other Carney, <laughs> Grover Dale. Yeah, we guy. keep saying the other guy, <laughs> Bill, who's also name. American. Yeah, it's. This is Americans in Paris. Oh, I didn't know that. That's interesting. (laughs) Well, it's interesting that there's more Americans than we think. Than we thought in this one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then I also sharped the costumes. Like, yes. Yeah. Agreed. Amazing. And then, um, okay. I wrote this during the fair moment uh, on Sunday. So I am sharping how this isn't 100% polished. There are moments where there are moments where, oh no, it's not during the fair. It was some sort of dance that were hap- that was happening when somebody was off. And I was like, you know what? This is giving me a little bit of the um, slice of life that I think they're trying to get yeah. as well. That's um, the French new waveness of yeah. it. Yeah. Um, it could also be that they're on a budget well, yes, but like it grounded me to be like, ah, oh, yes, we're in, we are in the heightened reality, um, but we're in reality. Cause... Did you notice in the FET moment where they're jumping from one, uh, one stage to the next? I love the basketball. <laughs> Sorry, I'm doing, I'm doing my show. Basketball. Right now. Oh, the basketball, wait, that... the Globetrotter sequence. <laughs> Actually, it was during that number. It was the number with the four girls with the green hair and the one with the pink. Yeah. The pink one. Pink one messes her. up. She jumps yeah. her, her cue. Yeah, twice. <laughs> I was like, perfect. I love this. Uh, like, uh, during Max's first song, he's staring directly at the camera, and I don't think it's on accident. No. Oh, that I mean, was, sorry, yeah. I don't think it's on purpose. Purpo- mm, I think, because he was kind of staring at the camera thinking, or singing, maybe it's out there, maybe it's you, maybe, it- and so the, the idea is that the audience is like, oh, Maybe I'm his his dream woman. Ooh, you know. But there there were moments I was just like, you are you are totally not <laughs> not doing you know the the perfection that people wanted. But like, it's a little messy, and I I'm here for it. Yeah, yeah. I will I will say about the the girls with the the wigs. Um, they reminded me of some of the wigs that were used in a British uh, show called UFO, where there it's a kind of futuristic. Um, sh- futuristic earth but everyone is kind of space age and one of them and a lot of them have this kind of shellacked differently colored hair and that was like very as as the the drag queens call it the the bus driver wig or whatever they call it bus driver wig okay yeah bus driver wig yeah um there's another term i can't remember maybe i'll add it in when i edit this um I, th- I thought of another sharp and I can't remember it, but Roland, why don't you go next with your sharps? 
My sharps. Um, I really, I'm, well, I'm just thinking about the ones you already said, but I'm really going to focus on how much I loved the cinematography, at tech, the technical stuff that they were doing. Because even in like in the festival, it is such a huge shot. And it was like so many extras and so many moving parts and the way they shot it. And there was some weird jump cuts and stuff, but it still looks amazing. And there's a moment at the end, again, where like I've talked about this moment where um, Delphine is in the cafe by herself and the grandpa calls and she goes uh, to, to give him his paper. And then Maxence shows up and they miss each other. and then you see in the background when she comes back in and he's left the cafe, you see him walking in the distance in the window of the cafe. And I was just like, yes, bitch, give me layered shots. Oh my God. Like, thank you. There's a lot of wonderful cinematography. I, that's what I took away. I also really love, I don't know if it's because I know that she died, but just that you see these two women together and you know that they're real sisters and they're both such like fashion icons of the moment like so 60s gorgeous like um but I just kind of loved um Francois Dorliac like I really enjoyed her performance I really enjoyed like looking at her face as a as a as a movie star when you if you know what I mean like you look at a face on screen and you're like, oof, you're a movie star. Mm-hmm. Oh, see, I had movie that. Star. I had that with Catherine Deneuve. Well, same. Well, we, uh, that's a given. Yeah. 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 But like, Catherine is the one, you know, one of the greats of film period, but Oh God, it was just such a lovely thing to see them together in their relationship. And I also kind of will sharp the way Francois's characters like, listen, I don't want to be with you anymore, but can you help me? Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I'm moving to I'm moving to Paris and I need some help, but I'm not going to date you anymore. And I was right. sort of like, yes, yes, thank you. Do that. Get I, from him. I, I also sharp the 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 relationship of the sisters was so fun and and and, yeah. and bouncy, and they Love bounced it. off each other, and they were you know they they were so French with each you know with each other. I just I totally believed it, and I yep. and yep they were Agreed. just joyful together. They I, never I really had conflict, did they? No, I don't think it was about that. They were like, we're twins. We love each other. We're best friends. We do no, but uh, like, I think that's also a great interpretation because we, I don't think we really see that a lot anymore of just yeah, like that's siblings. Why I'm saying I really loved it. Of siblings, you know, loving on getting each along. other, yeah. getting along. Like usually there's some sort of fight that has yeah. to no, happen. Going to Paris together. She's like, wait for my sister. Right, and then and then she doesn't show up, and she's like, oh, "Let's go," you know. <laughs> yeah, they rode horses. <laughs> Can we talk about that opening uh, suspended bridge trolley thing? Yes, yeah, so I that's was already a real fascinating. Thing. I was like, "What is that contraption?" That is a real thing, and I believe some of them are still active today. Uh, as I re- I was reading, I can imagine. That. Yeah, so. Um, like a suspended ferry. Uh, there are about there are only twelve that continue to be used as of twenty fourteen. Okay. Um, it's a ferry bridge or aerial transfer bridge. That huh. was cool. Aerial yeah. <laughs> transfer bridge. Yes. That was cool, and then it was it was also interesting because I was like, I feel like 
you're gonna do a big dance number now, but you're on this little platformy thing that you can't. But there was overhead shots that were gorgeous. Yeah, that but it, like, it looked like they were gonna do, so you know, cool. like a big, like a, uh, you know, five, six, seven, eight flip splits everything, and I was like, but you can't because yeah. this technology is very fragile. It feels like, and like you can't rock the boat if you will yeah uh sierra what are your sharps um i you know obviously gene kelly the colors everything like that um i i think i've actually said most of it i would love i love the makeup too love the girls because they were just so fresh and beautiful and mm-hmm. and um and i and once again i really loved the the maybe because it would be my role it was to be like in the vocal vocalises the vocal background you know <laughs> harmony people who were just just scatting in the background that would be <laughs> i like i like that kind of stuff because it's it's uh it's not it's not lyrics and it's not uh, uh narrative in any sense but it is kind of adds this kind of hip coolness to to a scene um and once again if you watch a lot of even bad 1960s music or uh, movies especially like spy movies there's like there's one where like uh, like there's just like a, a chorus of people going ba ba da ba da da ba da ba 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 da da ba ba da 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 ba da ba da 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 ba ba da ba da ba da da and i just love how kind of beautiful that and simple that is just vocal vocal orchestra orchestral kind of um, background music would you add any of the songs to your life's playlist? I actually wrote down three of them. Oh, you did? Yeah. One. I'm impressed. Um, if I can remember what it's called. I will use the English translated names because as we yes. learned yes. in last <laughs> this episode, John doesn't know French that well at all. Um, so I will add the twin song because it's such a bop oh it's so good i love i actually like that song yeah there was there was something about this you're talking about the opening one. song right the beginning no the the two when it's the two of them and they're one's in pink and one's in yellow yeah the opening the but it's like the opening twins. Twins. yeah oh, well yeah. their introduction i mean their Sorry. introduction yes yeah. Yeah. yeah um there's something i had a moment while watching this i was like i don't want to listen to this in english i do not want to listen to a translation of this i think it being in French helps. And I feel like if this and Sherberg had come together, it would have been a fan-fucking-tastic movie. Mm. And like dark to light. To dark. Long, but, but like, no, no, I mean, like, the, the elements that we liked about both of them, if oh, they, like, made a super movie, it would have been perfection. Mm. Um, So I would add the twin song. What was the other ones that I wrote down? max's song or you must believe in spring apparently those two are the most famous ones yes are the most the ones that are the most yeah um and then the uh summer day song which is the one that the the twins sing at the mm-hmm. fair at that's the, fair. the one that i could actually imagine taking out of its context and putting it in a cabaret or putting it you know singing it mm-hmm. open mic and have people go oh that's a cute song where's that from yeah and i, I, I feel like a Michelle Legrand playlist that like a Spotify playlist since yeah. we did um Cherbourg and it's the it, this French cuts and it's literally I put it on his background music because I don't speak French yeah, no, I, no, no, no. I, I I understand like a quarter of it 
and it's just lovely. Like I just so I mean they're there. I don't know what they're called. I don't know what's the names. <laughs> I was talking you. about murdered women. <laughs> well, I so, like the theme because they're thematic. It's more like, like I said, they're like light motifs. They're not exactly like songs like Broadway or like old. Oh, yeah, old no. ABA, they don't. They don't really have an A A B A. You know, they're really just like this yeah. rambly kind of jazz sense that. Works, no, I'm but... gonna argue. I'm gonna make an argument for the twin oh. song. Oh no, the twin song. You're right. That I would agree. The twin it, song it, is verse chorus verse chorus. It, you're right. Bridge. Yeah, yeah. It's the ones later in the. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. He no, he does. He does, and there's no, he does do that in some of the cases. It just doesn't feel as golden right. age, you know, musical or like American songbooky in in that sense. But God, it's it, the music. I, I really love the music on its own, but in context, you're just like, can we cut this in half? <laughs> can we take the third out of this please it's so long don't you've said it we heard it we don't need to say it again uh sierra what about you was it the summer one or yeah the, i like i really like the summer day song i also like the one uh that the the girls for some reason i wrote down why or slash pourquoi and it's the women, the women who are like, why do these men always want to make love to us? Oh, that ah. song. Yes, yes. And I think yes. it's called in this one, Always Never, mm-hmm. I guess. And I wrote at the end when the guys, they, the girls have left and the guys just look at each other and, and they're like, well, we're never going to have love, I guess. And I just turned to my husband. I'm like, they should just start boffing each other because come on, they're just, I was <laughs> like, there was a moment. Enjoy each other, guys. There was a moment You're where it was George Jacaris and uh, Grover Dale just hanging out. And I was like, are they going to kiss? <laughs> yeah. Un petit, un petit best, please. They, gonna, are they going to kiss? Are we gonna... Just a little kiss for me. Yes. Yeah, I'm like, I would, just, just make out. I would make a gay or European joke, but it's like, no, they're American. Okay, never mind. <laughs> gay. gay. Um, <laughs> right. And then the answer is gay. And on that those note, boots, woo! Sorry, oh, <laughs> I feel like the boots would have been better if the pants weren't tucked into them. That's how I see. feel. Those damn boots! It's like don't tuck those. Jesus, look kind of like pirates. You look like homosexual pirates. Homosexual pirates. <laughs> um, and on that note, we are done with the episode, everyone. <laughs> Huzzah! Huzzah! On homosexual pirates. On homosexual pirates, we're done with the episode. Homosexual I'm glad. Pirates. I'm glad I watched this movie, even though I'll probably never watch it again. But I'm glad I have been introduced to this. You really should. Oh wait, watch this her. was Umbrellas. this was your first time. Yeah, this is one of the rare Gene Kelly filmography movies that you haven't yeah. seen. I guess. No. Yeah. Exactly. I know there are others. There are a couple others. Have you seen Xanadu? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I oh assumed goodness. you did. I'm just joking. Oh my goodness! He <laughs> was like paycheck, baby. I feel like that's. I feel like he had the same thoughts in this one. Where he was just like trip to France, paycheck. Yeah, sure. romance, romance, and beautiful town, French I'll girl. Woohoo! Yeah. Why not? I'll I'll do I'll do a little two step. I'll lip sync to somebody else singing. I'll give a fuck. I'll wear the money. I'll wear pink. <laughs> sure. I'll, I'll, I have all these pink shirts from the past. Pick one. <laughs> um, what do you have to plug or promote? Let's start with Roland. Yes, I can now officially say I am joining season three of a 
of a YouTube cartoon called um, Hell of a Boss. I uh, can't remember the characters because I did a bunch. So forgive me. I think I'm in episode three and four. And um, the show is by the creator that of a show on that just moved to Prime called Has Been Hotel. So her name is Vivian. <gasps> I've heard of that. I heard it's musical. Love her so much. I have the best time doing this. They and I'm gonna I am gonna tell this story and please feel free to share this on the podcast. But like I was about to get on the ship to do my Christmas job and for the Disney on the Disney cruise line, and I booked this and the dates were gonna be when I was actually like my first week on the ship. And I told my manager this and she goes, Hold please. And she lit within an hour was like, Oh, they're gonna make it work. They love you, they're gonna work with your schedule. About burst into tears. Oh, that's nice. So nice. And then when I went to do my shoot, my my shoot, my recording, um, we did all my characters in one day. And Vivian was like, we love love you. You're amazing. We're going to have you back. You're so wonderful. And I love her so much. I cannot wait to see what happens with her show. Um, So, I mean, I'm on the other show. I'm not on the one that went to Prime. I'm on the one that's um, still on YouTube. But we'll see what happens with it. Remind us what the YouTube version is. It's called Hell of a Boss. Hell of a Boss. Hell of a Boss. Same um, kind of world, same universe. It's, um, you know, demons in hell. And it's... um, um, funny very adult very very adult naughty 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 delightfully gay and just so charming and that so that's um i i wish i could tell you when the my the episodes drop i don't even know um because i think it's just how once they get done and she's been launching um Mm. um um has been hotel right now for prime so i think production stopped because she's essentially the one that does it all Um, she's busy Yes, it's a very small <laughs> team. Um, but oh my God, it was such a blessing. I'm so thrilled Yay. that I, I'm a Can part we of do that, Muppet so. Arms for that? Yeah! yeah! <laughs> <laughs> so that's it was so that was that's that's Sierra. What do you have to plug or promote? Well, on uh, February 25th, uh, I will be returning to Sondheim Unplugged, the live performance of Sondheim Music at 54 Below. And uh, it's also going to be live streamed as well. So you can go in person or you can watch from the couch. And uh, it's kind of what I what I kind of understand is going to be a little bit of a tribute to Sarah Rice, the original um, oh, Joanna yeah. from Sweeney Todd, who was my uh, my friend from church and from Sondheim Unplugged. And mm. uh, and she passed away uh, in January. So we uh, were kind of giving a little bit more of a more of a tip to the hat for the songs that she was obviously famous for, but also the songs that she enjoyed singing uh, in her years with Sondheim Unplugged um, over the decades, basically. You know um, what you'll be singing? I I think what, what's planned is I'm going, I might be doing one, one song, but uh, what what's planned is uh, a duet of uh, One More Kiss from Follies, mm. which is what Sarah Love and I it. recorded for the Sondheim Unplugged Volume oh 3, God. which well, had a Grammy nomination. We didn't win, <laughs> but it had a Grammy nomination. It was oh, really right. Cool. Grammy nominated Sierra yes, and everybody's I... <laughs> here. <laughs> um, and in the meantime... Sorry, I forgot. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Um, uh, it wasn't Bruce. It was Lofe or whatever her name is. Um but uh, you know, I'm auditioning. I'm doing composer uh, showcases and recordings and things like that. So um, I'm putting myself out there. So that's what I'm doing. Nice. Nice. Uh, and if you 
have any answers to any of the questions that we proposed this episode because there's so many questions that we have that I'm sure we didn't even get to ask on the podcast. Um, you can email me at buttersongpod at gmail.com. Also on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at buttersongpod. Uh, I don't think I'm going to do Lola, but should we do Lola? Should Roland? No. <laughs> Roland's shaking his no. head. Okay. Head it's not a musical. I know. Um, I don't want to do that. I want to move on. Okay. Okay, Roland gave me other options that we're going to move on to. Um, and if you want to be part of next episode's conversation, we're going to be talking about the I Love Lucy musical episode titled The Operetta. It's in season two if you want to watch it. Sierra and Roland, thank you so much for coming back on. And thank you for like letting me pair you two together. Yay. Yes, my pleasure. It was awesome. We're trying things out here, you know, getting different perspectives in one episode. So, uh, and everyone, thank you for listening. Bye for now. Special thanks to Aaron Troy for creating the pods artwork and to Nick Bombasino for composing the theme song and the jingles. A huge thank you to CastBox for hosting this podcast. And thank you again for tuning in to today's episode of Life's Better Song. Bye for now, everyone, and have a musical day.